fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk with Scott and Jamie. Jamie is hydrating. Hydration is good. Yeah. So, we have had a wild day or two for very, very different reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, let's... Ooh. I knew this was coming, but a new card tomorrow. Can't wait to see him. And it might be someone we covered more in depth than others this week. Just saying, uh, Heidi Kroom says that bicep vein. Bruce isn't here. I thought I was going to get away with feeling uh, something about my lack of bicep strength. And <laughs> there's Heidi to point it out. Um, so I got back from the games and brought back a visitor that we can't mention because it gets us demonetized on this show. Uh, and have been down and out for a couple days. Yeah, not good, not good. But the crazy thing is, I have my sense of smell back. And I feel better than I felt in a long time, other than just being fatigued. Um, so I think maybe tomorrow, like I'm on the upswing, maybe tomorrow I feel really good. Um, I can breathe better. Everything's been going really well. <laughs> So maybe I needed it again to reverse everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't That's know. crazy. Crazy. So. Yeah. I'm curious. I haven't really heard a whole lot of people saying they got anything. So I would, if Heidi's saying it was super spreader, I, I haven't heard. Uh, Lex, I'm, I'm saying it as I'm catching a break because I've not been able to smell for like eight months um, and I can breathe better than I've been able to breathe in a long time. So maybe I just needed this to reverse everything back to normal. Um, so I'm looking at it as a positive. And then my partner and crime here had a vacation planned for this week. And where's the one place in the world you wish you didn't have a, that you didn't, that you wish you didn't have a vacation planned this week. Maui. And that is where she was planning to go and has been spending the last couple of days frantically trying to get flights to a different island in Hawaii. Her family trying to get a different accommodations, different accommodations on another island in Hawaii. And it looks like you're going to get to go. I finally got united to switch my destination um that was a long back and forth today um so i am going got a flight into Kauai instead which is where my sister currently at she's are they're already there um 
And I think that they have found a house to rent for longer because they were only going to be on Kauai for like three days and then they were coming over to Maui and we were meeting them in Maui. Um, and so they just have like a couple little condos, my, my sister and my parents um, next to each other. So they don't want to like stay in those for the whole time. Like the whole point was to be all together as a family in one big house. Um, so they've been frantically searching all day for other accommodations that can hold us all. Wow. It is heartbreak. Like we were looking at the footage, um, the street that we were like it right in Lahaina, um, a house like not that far, far from Lahaina CrossFit. Um, and the house that we had booked was right on the ocean. And we've been looking at like footage of all of that. And it is just completely decimated. It is shocking. Yeah. I, I talked to my mom. She's been there a few times. Um, and they loved Maui. Um, and, but they love some of the other, other islands as well. So hopefully you get to explore and see some things. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Hope, I mean, I, and they were evacuating Maui, so I don't even know where all the people are going. And maybe that's why it's been a struggle for them to find other houses today. I don't know. It's been, they're six hours behind, so that, like, like, earlier when I was free, they were, like, barely awake. So it's been just a long day. Yeah. Well, let's get back to what we are here for, um, and that is recapping the CrossFit Games uh, one last time before we move into the off season. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is, man, you cannot predict social media. <laughs> like we put out so many reels and so much content from the games. One thing I did learn though, is if I'm a contributor to something, I don't get to see the stats from the person who creates it. Oh, you can't see the, the ones I've collabed with you. You can't see the stats. Nope. Oh, that sucks because there's some big ones. I know. I went, so I actually went individually. Kelly Stone's handstand hold is like through the roof. Mm -hmm. And the final team event is through the roof. It has like, Kelly's thing has like 400 shares. Yep. Not likes, not views, mm -hmm. share. Mm -hmm. Like insane. Yeah. It's like almost 20,000 views. 4,000 likes. I don't know. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know how that yeah. works. I just get alerts that it's. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is like, like I thought Chandler Smith singing uh, would, would blow up nothing. That's crazy. That one's such a good one. I know it's got like 200 views. <laughs> well, people are missing out. I know. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a pure gold. Um, so yeah, so I, it's fine that I can't see the stats because out of necessity, I needed you all to do your thing and just collab on all that stuff. It just stinks. I can't see the fruits of our labor. Yeah. Um, so with that, we are going to talk about our picks. Okay. And hopefully I can pull these up correctly. So we made picks going into the games. And what I did is I made graphics for both men and women of the top 15, where we picked them, where they actually finished, 
to see how well we did. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to go with this one. So the women. This, this was my worst by, of the two. Um, so I picked the winner. That was awesome. Uh, I had Emma Carey second, Annie Thorstar third. The, so if it's in red, I missed by more than five spots. Okay. If it's green, I missed by five or less. And if it's a star, hit it dead on. Nice. So got three dead on. Um, but what I thought was cool is 11 out of my 15 picks were within five spots of where they ended up. So super stoked about that. Where I missed was Annie Thorstadter by 10 and Amanda Barnhart by 17. Whew. And, it, and I all like one spot off of getting Gabby Magawa into the five number. Uh, but yeah, missed her by six. And missed Emma Carey by six, too. So a couple almost in the green, but not quite. Um, but pretty happy with those picks. Mm -hmm. and, and I did better on the men than I did on the women. So I'm going to try to pull up yours. I didn't, the names are too long. I'll try that. Uh, there we go. Good. So these are your picks. So you had two correct, which was Alex mm -hmm. Gazan in fifth, Paige Powers in tenth. Um, you flip-flopped one and two. Uh, you had Annie Thorstarter third as well. Uh, Daniel Brandon, you missed by five. And then everything else was like pretty good until you get to Barnhart and Christine Kohlenbrander. Yep. Um, and then Katrin's David, David's daughter, you didn't give enough credit to. I know. I almost wish I would have switched her and Annie. Early on, I thought that, like, yeah, they, they were just a tough pick. So let me ask you, because as I was re reviewing these picks, um, uh, as I was reviewing these picks, I was thinking I made changes at the last minute because of what other people were saying and not because of my own belief system. And I think if I would have stuck with my guns, I would have had, a, I would have been better off. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just weird as I was going through this. So yeah, that was, that was just my one observation. Any observations from you on the women? I think I'm trying to think I, I may have put different, I didn't mess with the, these picks, but I did mess with picks in the heat one. I think I was like 24th. I took a screenshot. I need to upload it 24th in that app for the top 10. And I, I may have switched some places in there. Cause I think I had two or three dead on actually three or four dead on in the heat one app. So um, I'll have to pull that up. I'll add it to my story tonight. Okay. Yeah. You have two on here. Um, yeah. And you did better on the men too for dead on. Uh, so let's go to, so the heat one app, I will say I loved it. I love the concept of it, 
but in the in the Coliseum at the end of on Sunday, I couldn't get it to work. So shot caller, yeah, went went to. I mean, I had to give up on that because it wasn't really working for me either. But what what I had put in for my top ten worldwide or whatever is what. So Damien, you asked, did anyone do well? I was twenty fourth uh, in the whole app in that. Yeah. From what I looked I, at, I even checked how my. I guess, and I, I think should've... I did better in the women than the men in the Heat One app. So that may tell you something compared to what what I changed. And I can't get it to come up here either. Oh. Yeah, I was four hundred and fifty fifth. Okay. All right, so it's just there's the men, and there is uh, there's my heat one or there's my men. Uh, I nailed the podium. Uh, I moved Justin. This is one of the ones I took peer pressure and moved Justin up higher than I initially had him. Um, Sam Quant, that was a miss on me, mm -hmm. um, and then it was just two spots off. Then Hopper. I'm not. I'm not trusting that dude ever again. I know he's a, he's a semifinal guy, and until he proves me otherwise, um, that's where he's going to stay for me. I couldn't have predicted Sam's back injury. Um, Cole Greeshaber, I yeah. really bought in on the Wadapalooza semifinal stuff, and I shouldn't have. Me too. So when I missed, I missed bad, but I had nine out of fifteen picks within two spots. That's huge. Yeah. So, so when I'm, I'm either dead on or way off. That seems yeah. to be it. Um, Carolyn Prevo, 14th in the shot collar, but don't ask me about my top 10. Yeah. I feel like we're opposite. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I got to say, man, I feel so vindicated. I've been on the Jeff Adler bandwagon for, a long time and people have been attacking me in chats for six months about this pick and i am ecstatic that he made yeah. me look smart same i was i was thrilled with emma i mean i was on the emma train and jeff train and i'm thrilled that emma took second would i've loved her to finish first yes but i'm super impressed with her and there here is jamie's picks who was two for three on the podium uh, and just flip flop or well flip flop for me. I had Roman one spot out in fourth. You put curly haired mullet because yeah. your son on the podium. Um, and then we, we had Sam Quant both at five, um, but then you were either like dead on or one off or way off. Yeah. You at six of your 15 picks were within one spot. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah. Yonikoski, man, that dude had a great weekend. I thought yeah. he was done. I underestimated him for sure. Kind of like Catherine. Um, Carolyn says, perfect podium spot, Scott. 
Also, Jamie was getting crap for putting Lawson first, but look how close that was. Yeah, exactly. I was impressed with Chandler, says Lex. We were too. But yeah. I, I have a question, and this isn't even in my notes. I'm throwing it out to Lex and Carolyn being athletes. Um, Chandler is not known for the most efficient movement in the game. His Sunday was his worst day. Do you think that lack of efficiency is what cost him a podium at the end? Hmm. That's a good question. Like, do you think he's over, he's fatiguing himself a little bit more just because his movement, he just has to rely on brute strength. Yeah. Andrew, I picked BKG top 10. See right there, number nine. He let me down by coming in 11th. Where did I put BKG? Probably like 13th or something. Not even on there. Not even in the top 15. All right. Well, I put him 16th, I think. <laughs> uh, Lex says gas ran out on Sunday. Yeah. I think that was evident. I'm... I'm just asking because of his inefficiency and mobility is, does that cause him to run out of gas faster than others? I could see that for sure. But I will tell you, he was one of the most fun athletes to watch all weekend long. Like, and again, reference him singing smooth by Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas at the finish line of the one event uh, that we put out there. He was having a good time all weekend long. And he was awesome in the press conference. Yes. Awesome. I just like him when he's in, you know, when he's having fun out, when he's doing well and having extra fun, he's just contagious. So much. He, yeah. I would say maybe the most fun athlete to watch on the floor. <laughs> Andrew, that was our question. Yeah, we actually asked that last week. Or may, or did Jamie and I just ask it in? We had, did not really bring it up publicly, I don't believe. Okay. Well, maybe so, we brought it up on the recap show at night, the one night, but. Yeah, but I, I, I brought it up to Jamie. I said, if Chandler podiums, does he tell Noah no on team? I'm going back for another indie ride. Yeah. Hi, Odd. Um, there's odd. Nice. To, it was so cool to meet odd. Uh, they, she was not, there was no lack of good time with Audrey at, at the games. Mm -hmm. He was having as much fun as Chandler was. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then people are saying, what are, well, who the, would the women be with Noah and Chandler? Um, I, I see Andrew's comment about not having Jesse, which I think is, I think Jesse would be a great partner. And I think with one more year of training under her belt, her and they could find a fourth would be a phenomenal team. I agree. But Jesse told me on our show, she wouldn't be on the team either. 
I think she just underestimates herself right now. I agree. So like if he believed in her, she'd be all for it. Her gymnastic skills are tight. That's the thing. Like she moves really well. Um, yeah, her, her ring muscle ups were one of the, some of the best ring muscle ups I saw at semis. Yeah, totally agree. She's one of my favorite people too. That both of them are just, mm-hmm. um, and she's a Pittsburgher. So you gotta love that. Uh, Kenneth, I don't think you can call mayhem girls anymore. They're proven girls. Yeah. I'm curious who he's, is he speaking of Andrea and Taylor or is he speaking of Zoe Tyra and, and Zoe? Yeah. I don't know. I dead on Nick. Good gymnastics skills go a long way on teams, especially as the female. Yeah. Uh, it proved uh, you better, you better be good on your hands this week. And we're, we don't really talk teams a lot on here. Um, but that when they brought out the segmented worm, that was such a game changer. Mm-hmm. Such a game changer. Because that thing had no give. If one person let go, the whole team was going down. Yeah. And um, it was interesting. You put out that reel. Yes. And Raf Durant, who is who was an analyst for us two games ago, was on a team this year, and he said he loved it. He loved it because it really forced them to work as a team. Um, and it was just fun to to figure it out on the fly. Yeah. Like he said, nobody had a clean run and that was, you know, it's who could figure it out with the least amount of hiccups did the best. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we, I think we did pretty well in our picks. I'm um, not being known as analysts in the business. I think we're getting there. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited. The new barbell spin poll is coming out next week. Okay. So he announced on their show last night that the ballots are coming out tomorrow and everybody's back in the pool and it will be picked as who you think is going to win next year. Okay. As the way, way, way too early. Yeah. 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 So yeah, back in Mal back in Haley back in. Um, yeah, if you think if you think they're coming back in, right? That's kind of the, the beautiful thing of it. Wow, right. lots, of people, lots of people loving the earthworm. If you remember, like if you're OG CrossFitter, the first ever worm was made of wood. Yeah, it was like that the earth, that mm-hmm. segmented, but pieces, but wood, and they were saying that people would like smash their fingers. Yeah, they were wood logs. Mm-hmm. A rope through it, like super dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to address something that I saw on the on Instagram, and regretfully we were backstage when this happened, so I didn't get to see it personally. Um, but one of the adaptive athletes, I'm going to try to pull it up. 
talked about so he was one of the adaptive champions that didn't get to go to the games but they were invited to come to if, as a podium winner uh, to come get their medal at the games the so, short stature group was correct. yeah I thought I saw that so I'm going to share my screen here just so you can kind of see him All right, here we go. So he goes by Mikey Swoosh. Um, that is his medal. Um, I don't know if you can read the verbiage. I'm going to read this. Uh, he said, I, don't, I didn't know how it would feel after going to Madison to podium for the CrossFit Games. The number of times I was asked when I competed definitely got to me. I know myself and the rest of the adaptive divisions belong at the Games. We should be competing there along with the rest of the adaptives. I fight for all adaptives, not just for myself and my division. The podium ceremony left a bad taste in my mouth for sure. Getting treated as a misfit toy and not even receiving the same shirt as the rest of the podium finishers was shocking. They knew we would be there over a month ago and didn't prepare. We were handed generic noble shirts and pushed off to, to the side behind a black curtain, not to mention just like the age group and adaptive broadcast all week. The podium ceremony wasn't broadcasted either. My wife and son stayed up at home to watch it, but never saw any of it. Uh, I really hope CrossFit realizes that we aren't just an investment. We are something that can help thousands, possibly millions of lives to be motivated and better themselves by starting CrossFit. I am willing to help them better this for all adaptives. They couldn't even get them the shirt that said fittest on earth. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sad. I was shocked when I read that. Yeah. And that they couldn't even broadcast it on a stream somewhere for their relatives to be able to see, um, to be able to see them get their medal was, is just gut wrenching to me. That is pathetic. And when you go to a press conference where Don Fall goes on about how the adaptives are the most inspiring group of people in the CrossFit community, and then you treat them like this, mm -hmm. CrossFit needs to do better. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they didn't stream the master's podium, correct? No. Like, I mean, it was made pretty clear where Masters and Adaptive stand. Hi, Trish. Yeah, but, but the group of people that didn't get to compete at the games, to, then, to have them fly in to get their medal and not even give them the same, like, shirts and stuff that go along with being a champion that, that Casey Acree got. Yeah. That, and he's an adaptive. Yeah. It was like this group of adaptives are up here. Yeah. The rest of you are down here. Yeah. That's terrible. I probably the worst miss for me the entire weekend. That and to say that Roman, like 
his single leg jump rope was one of the most inspiring. Like, again, we've talked about Roman getting spirit of the games, but I think it was specifically stated his single leg jump rope was one of the most impressive things. Yet there's an entire division that does that. So I don't I don't know how you can say that that's the most inspiring thing. Yeah, there's an entire adaptive division that does single leg jump rope every day. Yeah. And we showed on the roundtable earlier this week, masters athletes that were injured and forced to do single leg double unders yep. to finish their last event. Yep. And none of this, and this is to clarify YouTube comments that we've been getting I'm not saying that Roman shouldn't have went out there and finished. I'm not saying that he didn't do the right thing by going out and doing it. I, all I've been saying is that that didn't warrant spirit of the games. Agreed. Yeah. You and I had very similar thoughts on that. So, so that is done. That's, and now we'll go to the rest of the hits and misses of the weekend. Um, and so I, I know you've been busy today. I don't know if you have a list or anything. No. Trish, um, Trish I, uh, I'm almost in agreement with you now. If it's going to be made a mockery of, like, I, and the, what the hell is the criteria? Agreed. Like, at this point, I just don't. And then the great humor of Trish. I wasn't even in the run with the total bullshit. You probably would have gotten the popular vote. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Kenneth says, it was an emotional decision to give Roman Spirit of the Games, probably. I'll say it was an emotional decision to give Olivia Kerstetter the rookie of the year. She was the third lowest finishing rookie at the games. Right. We're on, we're unclear on the criteria for that. We thought it was cut and dry and apparently not. Yeah. I, how does yellow takes 10th Bailey Martin takes 12th. She takes 16th and she wins it over. And she's not truly, she's not even truly the rookie. She's been to the games. Yella. Not in that division. I understand that. But when you've been and been through multiple days and been on that floor and understand that environment, you have a leg up to someone who has never been there like Yella. Yeah. Lex says that Yella got robbed. I agree. I love this idea. Give Spirit of the Games to a volunteer. Problem solved. Somehow we'll make that a controversy. I guarantee you, Nick. We'll figure out a way. Um, I have no idea what the world wide ranking... They make no sense. They came out the day after the Games and... Um, Olivia or Campos, Victoria Campos is 13th in the world. She is not the 13th best CrossFitter. What? Victoria Campos. Didn't she finish like 
39th or 40th based on those points over two years and blah 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 and oh. it make no sense okay the trist says the volunteers have just grown up hall monitor i got that feeling a few times trish <laughs> I did love that story, Andrew Sten. I did. And I think that's what made the Roman spirit of the games because they had just told that story in the arena about her getting to judge after fighting cancer. And then they handed things to Roman and it just made it look more laughable. Yeah. Uh, Trish, I'm not even a Mets fan. My team is way worse. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's get to the hits and misses of the week. Okay. So this is just, a, this is my list. I'll let Jamie pipe in where she wants to. So my first hit of the week is Dave's press conferences. Yeah, I liked those. I, I thought, thought that was good. I thought after press conference one where he came in as grumpy Dave, the rest of them, he was very open and transparent throughout uh, the press conferences and gave us a lot of meat on the bone uh, way more than I'd seen him in the past. My yeah, first I was, I was oh, a bit surprised how forthcoming he was with some of his answers. So my first miss is media access. Okay. And this is going to be a little um, inside baseball, but that is that I don't know what the criteria are to get access. I don't know what the application process is to get media access. All I know is like there were people getting access to all kinds of places and we couldn't seem to get shit. Um, we follow every rule that they put in place. Yeah. We do everything by the book. We show up at every press conference. Nobody else does. We showed up for the adaptives and the masters. We showed up for every bit of coverage we could. And then what really sucks is you lose out on like the one-on-one -on -one interview time because the press conference runs right over that. So yep. you have to make a choice. Do you want to do this or do you want to do that? And I'm going to combine that with the other miss, which is the ticketing process for media members to get in the Coliseum. We made the collective decision to let our content people have the pit access, which meant Jamie and I and Amy had to go into the Coliseum through the ticketing process. They don't tell you what the hell time to be there. They don't tell you when they're being handed out. You have to enter in a like backside location where you have to leave the venue entirely to get to. You have to sit there forever. And then like there's times like on Sunday, I had an interview with Kelly Baker scheduled 
at the exact same time they start handing out tickets and they're paper tickets. So I have to go do this interview. By the time I get back, it's slim pickings for tickets. And I got to sit next to Sporty Beth. Again. Again. It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I don't mind walking around. Um, I'll jog to places. I don't, but like the distance that we had to go and multiple times was outrageous. And it's not the, the jog or the walk. It's the time. Yeah. Because you would go over and maybe sit there for a half an hour before they ever showed up. Mm-hmm. That's a half an hour of time. You can't do anything else. You have no exactly. Wi-Fi access. You have no laptop access. You have nothing. And so all it's, and then these people with the unicorn bands. And, I, and I'm going to say it flat out. It was like, it was, there, it was like incestuous what was going on with the media group. They all kind of merged to all get access under a couple umbrellas. Mm-hmm. And our show chose not to do that. And I, and I'm, I'm still trying to decipher if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I know. And I don't know. I still don't know, but it was frustrating that we were never even when they talked about the unicorn band, it, we heard it as an after the fact thing. There was no application process. There was no way to get it. It was just these three entities are getting it. And that was that. And so unless you're one of those three, and then this fourth one that always seems to get whatever the hell they want, whenever they want, um, last minute is just ridiculous. Nick, we just need to know what the criteria is. If it's more interesting, I'm all in. I just need to know what the criteria is. Your your mic's getting muted a little bit. What? Can you hear me? Now, yep. Okay. Better, I think. Okay, back to the hits. Let's say I have a couple hits now. Um, the Ollie total on Saturday night. I thought it was going to be a disaster with two lifts. I think it was the right amount of time. I think it was exciting. I think we all knew what was going that I think we, we all wanted the third lift, but it would have extended the evening even more. And I think that we got some really cool stuff in the two lifts. Yeah. I mean, people were able to hit some big numbers. I mean, Jack was either tied his like PR or very, very close. So I guess that's what it takes for some one pound off. But after three days of competition on a second lift, that's impressive. It, it, it was. They used their legs a ton that day. I was shocked he was able to stand that up. Yeah. Um, and him and Braun going back and forth was awesome. Now, I heard that if you watch the broadcast, um, <laughs> I heard if you watch the broadcast, 
you really didn't get to see the side stuff. You didn't get to see Sam Sam Cornier uh, and Nick Matthew playing Price is Right um, the whole the whole time. You didn't get to see the smack talk in between lifters, um, which if you were in the arena was awesome. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's a hit for me. I'm gonna hit another. It's a kind of a hit, and I know this is one of yours as well. Kelly Baker proving that the cuts are dumb. Well, and we can argue Chelsea was on track to prove they were well back backfill situation. But Kelly Baker getting in as a backfill on the cuts on the night one, improving 10 spots in one day and almost making the next cut, which someone withdrew. Should have. And she should have made the cuts the next day. And you did press Dave on that in the press conference, which you didn't really get an answer to. Nope. But she proved that people can make a difference after that yeah i mean part part of me feels like they didn't want to give her the shot to finish 16th or 15th and show somebody coming from 31st to 15th to like i know in the end like you're gonna find the fittest and that seems to be all that they care about like you said we've got our fittest up here not everyone is only looking for the fittest or the top three like some of us are interested enough to care about the top 20. We talked about this on recap Joe's. I think Kelly Baker did a lot for herself. I think she's getting as much press for doing what she did the way she did it. than she would have, if she would have finished 29th made the cuts and finished 21st. Yeah. By, by what happened, she actually got more notoriety and probably will expand her social media presence, all of maybe sponsorships, all because of that. Just like Jack Farlow probably just boosted his Instagram following with that. Cause so the, people are waiting for the four. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna be watching for the four, right? Um, so then another miss. Uh, I am no expert on programming. That's what I leave to you. You're the, you're the expert. But man, there was a lot of machines at the end. And I didn't like it. I don't have the scientific reason why I didn't like it. I just, I can't see the monitor. I can't. You know, you don't know where people are. It makes the endings less exciting for me. I mean, well, you didn't have a machine in the pull. Okay. So, and you didn't have a machine in the ring muscle up bag over. You're just talking about the final, the final event with the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trish, would I, would we have wanted more barbell? I don't think it was necessary, but I can see Scott's point with the machines. Um, what do you, what do you change in that final event though? 
I mean, they got their bi- their barbell in that final event with the thrusters. Yeah, it's. I didn't miss the barbell so much. Yeah, I didn't until the press conference. I didn't realize it had only shown up twice, so I didn't miss that. I just you have this outdoor park to to work on, like the cardio aspect in a, in a metcon or whatever. Like, I just why continue to use machines? Probably because of sponsorships and whatever. Probably. Clock. Clock says if Kelly had fought on Thursday and Friday with as much fire as she did on Saturday, she'd have cruised into Sunday and maybe into the top 10. So that I know that that's been some people's argument. However, she did fight hard. She had a little mishap with the strap on, which I think was probably Saturday. But she had, there's, there's always going to be like Valner always has mistakes early. Like you're saying, so you're saying, you can't. You have to be flawless to potentially make it in. I mean, there's no reason. There's just shouldn't even be the cuts, and she should have been able to continue playing the game and get to where she could could have got to. You should be able to survive those little mishaps and get the whole weekend to figure out where you truly line up. I mean, someone else might have their m- mistake in the final event, but they made it. And this is where the where programming, the order of events matters significantly some people are a little bit, they come with like the flu or have something go on on day one. And then they're great by day three. Or some people are great on day one and get the flu on day three. Should they like, should they be pulled in there? Someone get their, it just shouldn't matter. The cuts are open to quarters to semis. And then the, everyone should be fighting at the games. I'm, I'm actually kind of reserved to the fact that I'm okay with the 40 to 30 on Saturday night. So that Sunday is cleaner. Okay. I'm okay with that. Because yeah. then you get nine events and we go on from there. Yeah. But yeah, I it's okay. Yeah. Cuts have been talked about a lot. Um yeah. couple more positives. Uh the community was back in full force. I felt the crowds were big. Um, vendor village was packed. Um, it was the crowds were hopping and I think the support for the athletes was there. Um, Trish is commenting on the one, one guy's. I've, I've, got that, on, I've got that on my list. Okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, so community, did you notice you were there last year compared to this year. To me, it seemed fuller. The the whole campus. Um, now, I think like Saturday night, it was better last year than this year. But I think that overall, the campus was fuller. I I don't know. I. I think for one, there were like more vendors and more places to go last year. So like, I think people got spread out slightly more. Like, I feel like an entire row of vendor village was missing. So that makes, mm-hmm. makes people be shoved into this little bit smaller area. Um, I mean, it still was a big area, but I feel like an entire row was missing. Uh Yeah. Andrew said Vendor Village was smaller this year. So I, I just feel like 
there wasn't as many things to do, which makes the things that are happening feel fuller. And I, and I sort of feel like that goes hand in hand with them separating the masters. It was what, like the masters went like one day early last year and then individuals had a day off. I just think, I think, and then like, but, but there was like longer days and things going like masters were over here and individuals were over here. So like people got pushed to different areas and that didn't happen because so like it probably did feel fuller to you on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because then it's when the masters are done and now where do they go? They're all there. Unless they left all the fans that were there and the extra athletes are trying to do something. And there's a smaller vendor village. There's, you know, not as much. I felt like the fan experience was, smaller or shortened um i guess i didn't quite understand those activation the proven mayhem i never found those or figured out how to do those so i don't know yeah i you know i i talked to vendors they said they did better financially this year than last year um by leaps and bounds um like they did better on Tuesday la this year than they did on Saturday last year. Uh, so it, that was, that spoke volumes to me. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why maybe on those master's days, pe more people were in vendor village and doing that stuff, like getting their shopping done for the big events than they were in the Coliseum for the master's. Mm -hmm. But even like even there were more in the Coliseum for Masters than there were last year. Um, it just wasn't full like an individual event. Sure. I felt I felt like the Masters was attended pretty well. Um, I I thought there was more mass more fans in there for the Masters than there were for the team events. Mm -hmm. That is possible. Um, going through comments. I'm going to get to the 5k in a second. It is on my list. Um, the other, I do want to say another thing. I, here's another hit. I loved alpaca. The way it played out on the floor was awesome. It had the drama, it had the heavy sled, it, you know, and I saw behind the scenes where Braun, who is known for his strength, was like, that shit was heavy. I didn't see that. That's awesome. You can, you can do, and, and Braun's going, go try, go try. It's heavy. And uh, I loved how that played out. And I'm glad we got to see it in its full version, but it wrecked some people. Yeah. I mean, it was heartbreaking to see a few people fail those that let like their last rope climb, just no grip strength left. Yeah. Um, a couple of comments I just want to touch on. Uh, Noble was there. Uh, Andrew, you're correct. It was a very bare bones version of Noble. Uh, they didn't have anything extra in the tent like they have had in years past, but they did have the apparel there. And Trish, yes, CrossFit was selling its own branded apparel. 
uh, which they had done up until 18, 18 or 19. And then they kind of gave that to Reebok or Noble or whoever. And maybe it was Reebok then, Noble. Um, and then Andrew asked, I wonder if this being the last year in Madison, if it helped. Um, and I don't have an emotional attachment to Madison personally. Like, so it doesn't matter to me where the location is. For me, I'm going to go wherever it is. And that didn't make any difference to me. But that's who I am. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how other people I heard people felt. say that they it was their first year there because they because it was Madison, but because it was leaving and they wanted to get there. And Wad Zombie said, I've heard everyone say it was fuller. No one wants to say it, but we know it's because no more people were back because of Dave, Don, and Savon. The soul of the games are is back. Um, I don't know if any of them had enough effect for this games. I I don't know. I think that Dave being back probably did help some. I don't I think a lot of people are still out on Don. They're not bought in like I am and have been. Um and I don't think you're gonna see what Savon did till December. I know. Like, so I don't know like what that means for this games, but I think you're making some valid points. I think people are thinking we're we're going back to a time where things were better. And if you saw what Dave answered in the press conference to me, hopefully a new and improved Dave with mentorship and leadership that he's learned over the last few years. Uh, Kenneth, this, this actually came out the, like we, Saturday before the games. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, and then it doesn't really matter if in fact, in fact it did. I think that it mattered that it gave an appearance. So. I think okay. there was a huge... <laughs> I think it was evident that Dave was back in charge and that, that was felt amongst people. Well, it was evident to us because last year, Boz was at every press conference. I never saw Boz this entire games until Sunday on the floor. And that was very odd for me. Yes, I agree. Um. So let's talk the 5K. Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Um, I have it as a miss. At first, I didn't see the big deal in the fact that it was less than a five kilometer. Mm -hmm. um, but then the more I thought about it, it was touted as a community event for everybody to put into and log into um, the app, their 5K time. So we as a CrossFit community could all do the same thing. Mm -hmm. That was the miss. Agreed. I think that they measured 5,000 yards, which turns out to be 
4.578 kilometers, whatever mm -hmm. that is. And that is what it ended up being. And no matter how much Hinshaw said they measured it with a wheel, way, way, way too many people had their watches on during the 5K to say that it was, for, in fact, our own Jamie Latimer ran the community 5K. Correct. At the games. And her watch came back far less than a far at 5K. So I think yeah, that is a big yep. mix. And when Dave is in a press conference saying the only measurement we need and he holds up his watch is time and distance. Those, because someone asked him like a stats question. Well, you better make sure that the distance and the time is accurate. Yep. So I know, I know Henshaw has gone on saying they measured it three times with a wheel. Well, they measured it three times incorrectly. Agreed. Because no less than 30 people have told me they ran the 5K and that it measured short. Yeah. And we all have the exact same measurement. Right. So I know Carolyn made a comment about this. The global 5K, uh, 4.5, affiliate owners also had for the first time a workout on the Coliseum floor and even on North Park. That was great for the affiliate owners. The feedback was great for that. We actually, we actually had a discussion off air about North Park is done at like noon. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't you run some heats of workouts on North Park? Why? Because like Jamie tried to get into workouts. It's tough to get into a gym, to get into the community pavilion, to get into the mayhem thing. Like they're all sold out. Why couldn't you run some heats of a basic workout on North Park and let people work out on the games floor. What a huge, and I'm glad that some, that affiliate owners got to do that, Carolyn, but I think it should be expanded a little bit further and let some of the, the community get to do the same thing. Yeah. I, I mean, and they could use that as like an extra moneymaker, like, I don't know, 10 bucks, get people that, cause people will just sign up for those, community wise and not show up and it's it's kind of a process to figure out if you're on the wait list or next in line or you go stand over there for a half hour and then wait to see if you can even get in and then you don't know and you've wasted half your time like I didn't have that luxury but I think if they charged people for their spot and made a little bit of money you'd, you'd get a little bit more show up rate uh, Trish says Hinshaw is kind of a blowhard sorry I said it I dated him in the eighties. <laughs> she also said, "No one works work out against Jamie." I don't want once. Um. All right, so more hits or misses. Uh, hit, Bethany. Flores? 
Bethany Flores. Yes, yeah, she did awesome. 15th place finish. Everybody thought she was done. She killed it. Just just what her and Yonikoski like quietly great weekends. Yeah. Uh so I want to give them some due. I'll say there were more food food choices this year. Although we you had think? no time to take part in them. Yeah. I didn't either. So I, I guess I guess I didn't pay enough attention to that. I didn't notice. I um I just wanted my acai bowl, which I finally got on the last day. Me too. Yeah, that was delicious and worth every bit of the wait. Um, and then we'll finish up with the misses. This one killed me. Way too long of a wait from the end of the event to the award ceremony. All that did was let everybody walk out the door. Yes. So nobody was there for all divisions. It happened in the masters and adaptive. It happened in the elites. It happened in the teams. Everybody, they had this big long pause of like an hour and a half between the end of the event and the award ceremony. And everybody walks out the door. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you win the Super Bowl, they kind of just push stuff out on the field and do it right there. Yeah. Just ridiculous. It did take too long. Um, and then this is my last miss or more like pet peeve. I am so sick and tired of everybody saying Roman would have won. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about that. Yeah. Me oh. too. I, I came home and somebody said it in my gym and I was like, no, not here. We're not. I was like, he wasn't even winning. So what makes you say that? He wasn't winning when the injury happened. And part of the test is, can you make it through the week healthy? Exactly. And you should, we should not be discrediting what Jeff Adler has done. Because that man has put in the work. He has improved tremendously year upon year and deserves every bit of that title. I mean... So, what place did Jeff get in the final two events? He got the place he needed to to win. So I think it's unfair to, to go that route. And I don't even know. I can look it up real quick if you want me to. But, but just like Rich Froning in his heyday, you look around and you do what you need to do knowing the circumstances in that moment. Yeah. And because of the injury... Jeff could play it safe. Yeah. So I can look it up, but it, it, to me, it's meaningless because he only had to do enough to win at that point. But he fought with Roman head to head all out for 10 of the 12 events and was winning after 10 events. Yes. Yes. Andrew, he was the overall leader when the injury happened. So Adler finished seventh on parallel bar pool and fifth on echo thruster. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think Roman was taking first on either of those events. No, 
I think he's good on a bike, but the thrusters would have got him. Mm-hmm. And this, and Jeff still looks strong at the end. Yep. Uh, so, but yeah, again. Uh, and then do I have anything else? Uh, Nick says, I think current Tia would have won. You can't take that away from Laura. (laughs) On the floor that came to compete. She is the champion. End of story. Um, okay. They're all speculating on next year's location. And that Ricky would have won. I don't know. These last few events would not have been good for Ricky. He would have done good on the front half of this. I don't know. The back half would have been tough for him. Yeah. Um, so I'm back to my notes. All right. We talked about the spin pool. pool. That's all my hits and misses. You got okay. anything else? Shoot them to us in the comments. Okay. Uh, there was a couple clarifications on YouTube comments and now I can't remember which one was Roman and me saying that he didn't deserve to come back out on the floor. That's not what I said. I thought he was, it was awesome. He came back out on the floor. He didn't deserve spirit of the game. Yeah, you and I both said, I said, unpopular opinion. And then we shouldn't have won the spirit of games. Remember now. Um, so I have way too early surprise podium picks for next year. Okay. One man, okay. one woman. Okay. You got any? Um, well, I saw your sheet and I... Man, that's a really tough call without knowing for sure who all is coming back. Like I like I like your Alexis pick. I I said surprise because like I don't think T is a surprise if she would come back in podium. I don't think she comes back in podiums. So I didn't put them into the list. I agree, but I would say Alexis, but if all three of those people come back. I don't know. I don't know if that's a possibility is the problem. You got to pick one. It doesn't matter if it's possible. We're five days after the game this year. Now it's time for the wild speculation. Uh, well, I would say Alexis Raptors. You muted yourself by switching your ear. Mm-hmm. No. Talk. Mm-hmm. Nope, not at all. Is that better? Very much. Okay. I would say Alexis Raptors would be my pick. Okay. Since you took her, I'll take Alex Gazan. Okay. Good. Since you stole one of mine, I'll have to take my sec- my B. Okay. And then men, are you going to steal my man too? Probably. I like him. <laughs> No, you can say him. That was yours on the sheet. So, I I think Dallin Pepper is poised to podium next year. And I think that he will give 
the Romans, Jeffs, and Rickies a run for their money next year. Yeah. So at least it's easy to say that this year. Alexis and Alex will be fighting for a podium spot. If Tia comes back, if Mal comes back, if Haley comes back, and Laura's there, it's going to be a crazy dogfight. I would have loved to seen Haley at this games. Yeah, she would have killed the bike. She would have killed the 5K. There was she would have done well in a lot of them. Barbell. Um, yeah. Yeah, Dallin is super nice, Nick. Super nice. And he's a killer on the floor. And he's won in the team division a lot. And I think that he, a fifth place finish this year is just the beginning. It's all going to click. Stop saying they would have won the games. They didn't come. They didn't go through the season. <laughs> Laura won the games. Laura won the games. Point blank, end of story, season's over. She beat all the people that were able to make it through the season. If you didn't make it through the season, you didn't win the games. I said that to trigger you. Well, it worked. So, so we have, you don't have anybody other than Dallin? I'd like to say Ella, but I, I don't know if he can quite get there. Who's that? Yella. Yella? Yeah. Hmm. That's actually a nice pick. I like that. What do you think of Bailey Martin? I don't know. I never even like really saw him. I needed to focus on him a little more and like watch his movement. I'm going to have to go back and watch some of the coverage. Because he was top 10 for most of the weekend. Yeah, I wasn't watching him. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like he didn't, he didn't hit a home run. He kind of justened it, right? Like just solid performance after solid performance. But he's with underdogs. He trains probably with Ricky at times. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, there's just things about him that I like probably needed to focus on more. Is he strong? Like, I, where did he finish in the, in the, in the lifts? I don't know. I, me either. I mean, I don't know. Bailey Martin. Olympic total. Cause he seems small to me. 12th. Wow. Yeah. All right. Like, and what did he finish in the um, muscle up log? Thirteenth. Okay. What did he finish in pig chipper? That that I feel like was the best test of the weekend. You. Nick, untrue. I feel like I'm the smallest one out there. First. 
would say that again? 21st. Okay. So he's just far enough down the leaderboard. I can't see the headers as you're asking me these questions. So like trying to find it is not oh, easy. Oh. Um, I'm missing all the comments. Nick there, said I, everyone I, seems small to me. Because he's triggering me with an asterisk. There is no asterisk in CrossFit. We're not baseball. And then he even throws a double asterisk. Sia wasn't there. It doesn't matter. She didn't show up. She had something else going on that was very important in her life, and that's great. Uh, did you see the air Hiller pointed out about CrossFit announcing Boston is the youngest podium finisher when Mal was the same last year? Interesting. There was a lot of the announcing going on in the stadium that I didn't agree with. It was very triggering. Uh, something about Yella saying he underestimated what it was. Uh, oh my gosh, just finally showed up. Yeah, we've only been on for an hour and 15 minutes, Jess. I was going to ask her if she wanted to sub in for you next week while you're in Hawaii. Yeah, I was but wondering. It's going to be that late. Yeah, because that'll be like 2 p.m. my time. And I don't know. I mean, it'll totally depend on if we're paraplanes on the beach. Yeah, if I'm just if I'm just sitting like relaxing at the house, figuring out what we're doing, I can do it. But if we go like on an excursion that day, I won't be around. Um. Okay. So is that everything? Uh, you got all kinds we, of volunteers. Nice. Uh, do we want to touch on the last subject? Sure. You can mention it. So was thinking about this today about the fittest American woman in history. Kind of universally, everybody says that's Carrie Pierce. I would contend Julie Fouché is in the discussion as she has one more podium finish in a much shorter career, and she never finished outside the top five. Now, Carrie Pierce competed in an era as it got more competitive. So I'll give her that. But I was asked, where does Ariel Lowen rank in greatest American CrossFitters? And because we've had so few American podium finishers mm -hmm. at the CrossFit Games, like she quickly goes into she quickly goes into the discussion of greatest American CrossFitters. She has one podium finish, th three games appearances with two top 15s and a third. You only have three other women that have a medal from the modern era. And that is Fouché, Pierce, 
and Mal. So my, my only, my answer to them was, I think historically she's in the discussion. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she's there yet, but she has more to worry about in the future than she does historically. Yeah. So I think that if Mal comes back, if Haley comes back, Olivia Kerstetter, those are the things that she would need to worry about more. Alex Gazan, those are the people she would have to worry about more than history. Right. So, and again, we don't, there's a lot of unknowns with Mal and I don't want to, I'm not trying to put any pressure on that situation, right? She needs to be right with, for herself and all of that kind of stuff. She podiumed in her second year. She took second place. It was the highest podium finish of any American CrossFitter since Julie Fouché. And she deserves credit for that. Yep, but she's got a bright future. We've got to see what what the future is before we lob that onto her right now. Right, absolutely. Emma Carey could be in the future. Alexis Raptus could be in the future. Yeah, all all great names throwing out there. But historically speaking, I would have to say she's in the discussion top three. Um. And that's yeah. that's pretty freaking cool. I know it's awesome. So Elise says, I don't think Emma Carey keeps up with the field. I have a theory here. So when you watch Emma Carey, she looks like the kid that grew too fast. Where like there's a little bit of clumsiness to her to her basic movements. Like when she's lifting, flawless. When she's doing other things like gymnastics moves, flawless. But when she's running and biking, it just looks a little off. Is there gonna be a point where she kind of grows into that body? And it's going to click or is just that her natural state? I think that's her natural state, which for me is why, like when I look at like Emma Lawson, I think she just moves well all the time and why I had her pick to win. Um, and I didn't have Emma Carey, Emma Carey up anywhere near that high because I feel like her, some of her movement is a little bit clunky. I don't know. Yeah, there is a, whenever it's out into those monostructural movements, they're just, it, there seems something clunky in that. Now she didn't do bad in the 5k. You know, she did terrible in the bike. Yeah, but she fell right at the beginning. Right. That's the clumsiness I'm talking about. Do we, well, do we know whether it was, uh, her like 
her or was she i didn't see the fall i didn't see the pack i didn't see what happened she came around to bend the bike got the tire got turned and then she went out over the tarp okay so there was not a it wasn't a pack she wasn't didn't hit somebody else or someone else hit her it was like she was on her own and making a turn and and fell yeah and that's something we haven't talked about there is a brewing brewing beef you know how i love my crossfit beefs and and nick mr wad zombie he keeps a file cabinet in his office of all the beefs lazar jukic and justin medeiros apparently have some serious beef about what transpired out on that bike course. Yeah, I also didn't see that, and I need to go find some footage of that. I, I've not yet, but I cannot wait because Lazar believes that that Medeiros took him out, and Medeiros is claiming the exact opposite, that Lazar pinched him and took him out and was being way too aggressive. Yeah, I I need to find some. Oh, it looked pretty intentional. I got to find the footage. Well, you never know if Trish is just being honest or stirring the pot. Yeah. Wouldn't that be an epic Fit Wars? Justin versus Lazar on a bike. Yeah, I, I haven't I watched videos, Elise. That's, yeah, I haven't watched Buttery Bros or Mayhem, so I don't know. So the Buttery Bros, their raw butter were only like seven minutes. I did see some of those, but I think their full video is out today, isn't it? Yeah, I've not seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't either. That was the other clarification. Someone said in our YouTube comments that we keep giving Justin an out. I have never given him an out. I have been his harshest critic this entire season. I said that he would never win another CrossFit Games. Yeah. Who's saying we give him an out? I didn't pick him to finish on the podium. Right. And then people say we gave him an out? Yeah, I'm confused. I, I just was reporting that someone said he was... that that he had a film crew that was going to follow him and he canceled that on Monday before the game started. That was just reporting a story that I have confirmation on. I wasn't giving him an out. Yeah. I I don't think I ever did either. I have said forever that that man plays a dangerous game because he doesn't have any home run swings and that if he has to run a perfect race and he did not do that last week. Just with her beef and cheese. <laughs> I know. It was quite tasty, though. <laughs> you ate her last string cheese. On uh, Nick, the run with Adler and Yella definitely was aggressive. Yella, Yella gave the, the elbow on the way into Helena. And the second with- run, Adler definitely ran chicken wing. No, that was Valner. Was it Vellner? Mm-hmm. 
I thought for sure it was, it was yellow. Yep. It was Valner and yellow. Uh, okay. Okay. It's all blur. <laughs> I knew it was yellow that tried to sprint in. Yes. So. So. Did you see any comments about Hopper being done with HWPO? I've yeah. seen speculation. Yeah. I have. I wasn't reporting it because I didn't. I. I mean, they're they're pretty loose breadcrumbs. Uh, that he went straight back to South Carolina after the games. But that's where his hometown is. I, I'm betting that was the plan all along. Going back to JR? I don't know. That would... I'm just, I'm just done with Hopper. Well, maybe I'm, he was still with Matt. <laughs> I'm just done with all the speculation. I, I'm not the speculation. I am done with predicting him doing well at the games until he proves me otherwise. That I agree with. I'm, I'm not getting sucked in next year. Commenters, if you see me get sucked into the hopper hype again, stop me. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Trish, you must have missed the beginning of the show. I have been dog sick for two days. So I'm a, I'm a little grouchy, but I'm, I'm not getting sucked next year. I am not, um, I'm not getting sucked into Hopper. I'm not getting sucked into the media hype on anybody going with my own eyes, my own gut and all of that. Yep. If we're going to do this analyst thing, we're going to do it the right way. And I'm going down with my own ship and not with other but uh, other people's opinions. Because the people I was very adamant about why I got dead on. So, well, I'm working on shows for next week. Okay. Um, Got a couple people already lined up. Super excited for that. And so just uh, the one thing I do have confirmed is Ariel Lowen will be on 11 a.m. Eastern time Tuesday. Woo! Um, so we will talk to her. Um, and we will follow up with her from our last conversation where she didn't believe in her. We believed in her more than she believed in herself. Mm -hmm. And look where that got her. So we'll ask her, is she one of the fittest American woman in his, women in history? Yeah. And I'm working on a few other people, so... 
we definitely got a yes from Jeff Adler. It's just getting into a schedule. Um, and we'll see where that goes. But you know what's super cool is the three interviews we did with Jeff Adler in the past are all in our top 10 downloads for this week. Um, so it's cool that people are finding those old interviews uh, and hitting those up um, because we've been following Jeff for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool that people are finding his stuff out there. So, yeah. Hard to believe we did three interviews with that man. I know. Now he's the CrossFit Games champion. Know how to pick him. So, I think that's all we have on the docket tonight. We're hitting the off season. So, we'll have to find some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, well, we got to get with Jeremy. His, uh, I want to say it's like August 19th. So no, is that next week? Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy World. Jeremy Williams. He has a comp. Mm-hmm. Okay. His we'll was one of the ones we were going to highlight. And I know um, Matt rushes at the end of the month. Okay. And then we have the Uplift Wad Labor Day weekend and the Fit Pit Teen Ranch going on that weekend. Yeah, so we got a lot of local comps coming up over the next few weeks that we'll be highlighting. And uh, I don't think it's the comments, Kenneth. It's just you. Uh, so yeah, we'll start highlighting those. So I'll reach out to Jeremy. Okay. Or maybe I'll need you to get me. I'll have to figure out how to get in touch with him. Okay. Um, and we'll go do that. And then, and then if you can't make it, we'll have Jess on next week. Okay. Unless so you go, week. Jess, go do it. Go be in the camp, get some footage, cover it. Let's go. You were working out in the parking lot like a trooper all week. Out there with Sporty Beth. I think she just was filming you. Not participating. So, all right. Awesome. Well, with that, where a pro GoPro during the comp. <laughs> There we go. That's what we need. When you do Crash Crucible, that's what we'll do. Oh, my God. Nobody needs to hear that. Trish, I had, I had the worst Sporty Beth weekend of my life. Every time I got tickets for the Coliseum, it was right beside her. She stayed in my same hotel. I would have breakfast with that woman every morning. Jess and I never saw her, so I don't know. <laughs> and the wildest thing is her agent kept talking to me. Uh, 
she would not speak to me, Trish. So sharing her breakfast was not an option. <laughs> but the but the entire time, the entire time, she is bashing CrossFit while sitting at this table eating breakfast and not talking to any of the crowd. And there's there's like Bailey Martin and Rob Forte and all these people hanging out there, and she's just bashing CrossFit in the in the dining area. Uh, yes, she has an agent. You want to hear a funny story? We used to have an agent. Our agent signed with the same agency as Sporty Best agent. So we were going to go with our agent to that agency. A week after that happened is when I did my riff on Sporty Beth. We no longer have an agent. <laughs> oh, good stuff. <laughs> so there you go. One riff minus one agent who wasn't really doing anything anyway. So, yep. So my, uh, my time with Sporty Beth was so much fun. With that, I think that's a good place to leave. Yeah. I probably said too much already. <laughs> and we will see you next week on Thursday night. CrossFit Talk. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>